Hello. Hi, Anusha. Thank you so much for joining in. Hi. How are you? Doing? Thank you I'm so good. much for inviting me. I'm good. So, uh, as you are aware, that we have started the third season, and mm-hmm. uh, yesterday we recorded the first episode, where I'm mm-hmm. uh, people are aware about the nuances of voice, the human voice, mm-hmm. the connection between the breath, the mind, the soul, the body. and there is uh, something called bioenergetics how you handle your emotions in such a manner so that you can transition that as part of your um as an output to your voice because when you start having a conversation with a person whatever life experiences that you go through it reflects in your voice right absolutely so today so, uh, we are going to discuss what you will be adding value to conversation in this podcast will be how linguistic or the understanding of language plays an important role to understand our own voice mm-hmm. sure the stage is all yours the mic is all yours thank you so much great so all i'd like to congratulate you for starting season 3 initiating such a beautiful beautiful uh, and uh, taking time i know you also keep very busy and taking out your time to make people aware about the nuances of you're doing a wonderful job i have listened to all your episodes amazing amazing content so i'd like to congratulate you more power to you and uh, yeah thank you thank you so wonderful much wonderful job thank you thank you so of course yes when we talk about language as a linguist i understand it and uh, basically not only as a linguist even before that as somebody who speaks a language or any language, what i'd like to say is we just cannot undermine and deny the importance of voice mm-hmm. people talk about the importance of language but not the importance of voice so that's why i said you know i was very glad across your channel and i listened to your content how important it is for people to become up these little things which add so much of value to language because i feel that if you do not understand all these subtleties if you're not aware about the power you no matter what language you are speaking it doesn't matter what you want to con- it you cannot really convey the proper message that you actually want to convey now mm-hmm. so undoubtedly it's a very and i would say the most important element of use to express yeah whether you are a language to express our ideas or opinions or requirements or emotions at the end of the day it is a voice it is tone it is the pace and pitch that we are using all these things add to the emotions and express the correct emotion to the listener mm-hmm. it is undoubtedly so you're doing an amazing job adding a lot of value to you know the kind of teachings that learners <laughs> great support so uh, what we are planning to do anushan thank you so much for sharing all those wonderful insights about the connection and correlation between language and the voice 
I'm going to do a process where I want you to become a part of it. It's called the Oreo. In this process mm-hmm. of Oreo, how we will be placing the podcast is or the discussion process. Oreo is an acronym for objection. R is for the rebuttal. O, then the next E is for the example, and the last O is for the output. So what we are trying to do is. I want to ask you because you have trained so many people in India. I want to ask you using the example of Oreo. What were the objections that you have faced in your life while going through this journey of being a linguist? What your students face when they want to work on their work? That is the first thing which is the objection. Second is what I want you to focus more on is the rebuttal which is how you make them aware that it is possible to work on the language to work on the voice and the various challenges or the objections that they face then i would request you to give me some example from your personal and your professional life where you're training yourself and your students to make us aware to make the listeners aware how how we can use these examples to work on our voice on our language and last but not the least oreo which is o where we will say how we are creating that output or that impact mm-hmm. for students and for us so we will use oreo mm-hmm. o stands for the objections with regard to learning okay mm-hmm. the rebuttal which is where we are saying it is possible where we have done that mm-hmm. e which is the example how we are doing it tips and tricks and last o is about the output or the outcome can we do that sounding interesting interesting great let's go ahead sure sure please start so you want me to talk about how language right so if you can just language, language i'm sorry language. the voice breaks at times so no problem no problem so language language learning per se uh mm-hmm. your journey in language learning understanding language connecting to the voice and also with regard to your students so you can keep on changing shifting perceptual positions you can go into storytelling however you want to continue but we will try to uh, take the flow of the conversation using the technique of oreo it's a very interesting technique so language is what you want me to talk about right yeah so the obstacles so the obstacles obstacle. that you have obstacles that you have faced and what your students have faced let's start with that mm-hmm. yeah so what i understand and i'll try to answer simple way that i've kind of mm-hmm. uh, got the question when you talk about language you see it's not some that's very new it's something which is very innate in human being mm-hmm. uh so of course as humans the moment we are born we are gifted with the power of language so chomsky also has talked about something called lad which is language acquisition device he's talked about mm-hmm. the innateness of language within us mm-hmm. so we are born with this uh device called lad and that's the reason a child uh, an infant starts a very naturally of course yes there are 
uh, that people come across in terms of learning languages, right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about languages, linguistics is all about learning languages and you know how people learn languages. Basically, linguistics is I, I would like to tell this to the, our listeners that linguistics is not a very uh, wide spoken or wide, widely discussed uh, branch of study or area. So not everybody about it. So first of all, uh, I'd like to inform people about basically a science of studying languages in general, not any particular language. Although I specialize in ELT, English language teaching, and yes, I've been training people uh, English uh, language and uh, accent for about quite some time. So based on my experiences, of course, I'm going to try covering the technique of audio when I say language acquisition, like I said, gifted with that device, yes, it's not a problem. And that's how we all learn our first language so smoothly. We all acquire our language without even realizing how we learned our first language. Mm-hmm. Hindi is your first language, right? That's your mother tongue? Yeah. Yeah? So, so what, was the, what was the first time when you spoke? The, do you remember that? So for me, uh, Anusha, I would like to share with you and with the with the listeners and the audience that for me, mm-hmm. if I talk about the audio process per se, for me the first mm-hmm. objection was to speak the sounds in the right manner because, as you are aware, I used to stutter and stam. Mm-hmm. And for me, speaking the sounds, the place of articulation, manner of articulation was extremely important. So if mm-hmm. we talk in audio. Uh, using the audio method that was mm-hmm. a major objection that I faced and I worked a mm-hmm. lot on sounds of the language before even mm-hmm. understand syntax or the semantics or the pragmatics of the language mm-hmm. post or even going into the morphology absolutely absolutely so, for, so when so we for talk our, about for the listeners Please I will just mention because people who are not aware about linguistics morphology mm-hmm. is the study mm-hmm. of the words syntax is the arrangement of word patterns like for example in the English language we have the subject verb object agreement that is called a syntax a semantics is the meaning or the understanding of the various statements that we do and pragmatics is how we use the language in our day-to-day conversations sure. absolutely so wonderfully and uh, that's what I uh, was to talk about that when we talk about language when we talk about this was the first question I'll come back to this again sure. when we talk about linguistics how can we do it how can we talk about a language without talking about phonetics and phonology sounds is all about phonetics and phonology but linguistics like you have mentioned and you have talked uh, you have already mentioned these things to the listeners that uh, morphology and syntax and semantics and pragmatics it all starts when we talk about language it, so phonetics basically is the speech sounds and phonetics mm-hmm. All these are different branches of sub branches. So we have got phonetics, we have got phonology, and we've got syntax, semantics, and pragmatics. So when we talk about and then when we all when we mix them all up to it forms the concoction of linguistics, which is a language. That's how we learn a language. So it all starts from sound. So to our listeners, like you said, I'd like to kind of elaborate. Or maybe sure, add sure. to whatever you said. Please. Your expertise is sounds. So until we get into phonetics and phonology, so basically phonetics talks about speech. Mm-hmm. Phonetics is the study that talks 
the derivation of sounds from where the sounds actually take birth and then we move on to phonology which, which in which we study about phonemes the sounds and details mm-hmm. right and into morphology because once you learn sounds and then you bring it's then then you're able to frame right so in spoken language we we don't use letters so that's one thing we need to understand when we are talking about sounds or we are talking about language when we are writing a language we need sentences mhm is made up of words and words are made up of letters but when we are speaking a language there also we need sentences then made up of words but the words are not made up of they are made up mm. of sounds so when i am to you i am not using letters i m r v h o a r u d o i n g right i how mr v how are you so i bring the sounds together to form my words which are leading in the helping me construct the sentences right mm-hmm. starts from there that's the core sound the core. so we get into phonetics then phonology and then when we together we are able to frame we are able to construct words mm-hmm. and the uh, words are studied in the field of morphology and we bring those words together which at the end of the day are made up of we call them syntax so in syntax we have we study phrases and sentences which might not be sentences fragments of sentences mm-hmm. and then bringing them all together we uh, talk about semantics so semantics basically is about the lit- sometimes the sentences might be correct we call it syntactically correct you know so a sentence like hey, um i i they go or if i say you know um he is a girl mm-hmm. i say he is a girl <laughs> it is a <laughs> sentence right and it's a meaningful mm-hmm. sentence i mean it mm-hmm. sentence right so syntactically it is correct but semantically it's, it's yeah. not correct so when we talk about semantic literal meaning of phrases and sentences that we are using it's very important that they are not only complete but also correct and then when we talk about pragmatics pragmatics basically is the context or the course or the usage of whatever we are speaking to the conversation the use of language basically mm-hmm. of course these are the things and uh, beautiful i'm you uh, explained and mentioned and i have heard keep talking about these aspects also of course not details because your focal area remains phonetics and phonology certain course when we talk about it my question to you coming back to what i asked you mr v objections yes i understand until you get in terms you can't get into language so what i wanted to understand from you was none of us if asked this question can actually answer the question or give a concrete answer what was the last time or what was the first time that i spoke my do you remember i'm sure you you would not be able to particular day when you were able to frame sentence <laughs> as your first language do you remember that long time back i don't remember right 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 so what i'm trying to uh, kind of uh, bring forth here 
that none of us would remember we acquire it so easily and it's a process that we go through right trying to recall that one particular day we won't be able to recall because it starts from actually the womb you know when we are in the form of fetus inside the womb the language starts from the so yes objections um of course to learning language learning so when we talk about second language or we talk about other language in many of cases people acquire languages very naturally for example in india most of the people would be multilinguals right people usually would be multilinguals languages we are so rich in terms of um, mm. language we are linguistically very very right we've got so many regional language to um, use we've got so many we've got even different dialects in particular language that we talk about so yes even second language or the third language people acquire Hmm. I would try to use English, the other language that people usually face challenge. So, since we are languages in general, it would be difficult uh, for our listeners. To, so, I'd like to take English as an example, and I'm sure people <laughs> would be able to relate to it because that's again uh, a struggle that people, most of the go through, and I'm sure uh, our listeners would also kind of. you know get benefited somewhat listening to these things so of course yes in the class when we talk about objections uh while the language english the basic thing that i've understood is um, when we acquire a language like i've already talked about the system one is acquiring a language which is a very natural process go through anything very explicitly is very implicit the other one is learning a language which is not natural when somebody teaches us or trains us it's then that we learn so when we um learn a language naturally it is through lsrw skills so what is lsrw skills the first one is so when a baby is born for the first few months see what the baby does is the baby only listens mr v Yeah. So LSRW never, listening even absolutely. when the babies in the womb they are listening all the sounds that are there even absolutely, the absolutely. even the sounds inside the womb <laughs> Absolutely that's that's what my point is correct It's all it's all worth listening for the and then what the baby starts doing is mm-hmm. the speaking right mm-hmm. and not speak words because before getting into morphology or syntax or semantics what comes first the first is the first phonetics and phonology the baby starts producing the sounds that the baby has heard of one of the reason i like to you know uh, uh, tell this i'd like to reiterate and i'd like to make people aware we call our mothers they not because uh, was this word or this word came into and then you know people thought okay this is what we have to learn or we have to teach our child or our children to call us ma no i understand is we call us ma because that's the easiest sound for a name to produce and probably the first one 
right it's bilabial sound the moment mm-hmm. are touched and you open it mm-hmm. so even if the baby wants to cry <laughs> right crying the moment the baby opens one's mouth to cry come out mm-hmm. and and, and would you like to mention mention to our listeners a bit about the bilabial aspect so bilabial is uh, two and labial is lips and both mm-hmm. the lips come together uh, this sound is produced and this is since this your expertise and your domain i am sure you listeners more aware of it <laughs> uh, i'm uh, more than being into phonetics i'm into phonology so mm-hmm. of course bilabial is when both the lips so there are sounds like b m sound so that also is a reason when the baby starts crying one also you know while crying we also use a nose so the sound becomes nasal so instead of it blurring is ba it is ma right mm-hmm. when because that's the first action we expect out of an infant crying right that's mm-hmm. that's their language that they use the language of crying so that's how it is um, that's how i believe the sound or the word so it all started with sound yeah is so see that's that's how the, uh, the word came into existence <laughs> and uh, so what actually happened it all starts with listening and then goes into speaking and not speaking languages uh, or sen- complete sentences because that comes much later right since it all starts with the inception is sound so the baby starts producing the sounds right mm-hmm. comes the time and then you know when we talk about sound you already have uh, made the listeners aware about the journey of sound so mm-hmm. the baby would start producing sounds first and then would get into words and then uh, like we have talked about uh, the process but then going ahead after the after that period uh, th- there comes a phase if there at all um, the baby has the siblings around starts reading one would start reading you know the books or the are available in the house so if the sibling is into study snatch the book and would start looking at the pic otherwise nowadays we have got you know big uh, books or big books also where where we are where uh, become pictures so reading starts hmm. s and then comes out reading oh, and comes the time right and after that so reading when we say reading it's reading words or letters or sentences it can be reading pictures also mm-hmm. and then comes the time when the baby is you know, usually in india we have the culture that usually in saraswati puja on the occasion of saraswati puja there would be when we used to be kids there used to be this uh, ceremony where slaves and chalk and we would we would hold our proper hand holding would be done and we would scrib onto the slate mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. then comes the time when bling which is writing right this l s r w this uh, journey of the baby going through this i can imagine the baby going through these steps yeah and i'm sure we all can read right yeah. right i'm sure all all of our listeners and even us right isn't it this is how we learn so and that was the my first question that's why i asked, i asked this question to you that what was the first time that we learned a language we would not be able to 
this is a journey it's a process right we acquire a language naturally however on the contrary if we have to learn a language only learn a language when we are taught a language uh what is believed and when do we teach when when do we learn a language especially so like i said that english is the language that i'm taking up right now to make our listeners aware about the process if we have to learn english and in most of the cases in india english is considered to be foreign language honestly speaking i do not be a foreign language because of the kind of history that we have it's so yeah. deep rooted to all the languages that we have got right that we can't even uh, right even if you want to or um remove it we have got we can't do that so despite that something which is very unfortunate is despite that there are people majority of people that are country they are still struggling to speak this language and there are a lot of reasons behind it we would not get into that as we stick to what we are discussing so we have so many learners who are willing to speak Oh, I I and actually then, want you to talk about the obstacles so, that the students are facing when they come for you for training because you have trained more than ten thousand people in India. You have worked with so many so that's global what, universities. That's what I so, was to get yeah. into. Yes, that's what I'm feeling. Sure. I'm not going to things. So what happens is when I come across all these, it's important to um, understand the kind of context that they come from. The back got right, mm-hmm. and only then uh, people would be able to relate what I'm going to talk. now what happens that despite having all the um when people struggle to speak english fluently roll themselves in some spoken english classes okay they they come to learn a language right because trying to get trained you know from somebody like me what happens here is when they come to the class and get into it and if we get into the technique of oreo what i is the first thing is the obstacle or the objection or hindrances that they've come across is because in the class even going through the english for about years now english is not new for all people who come to get trained by me right or by you they have attended one period of english all their you know throughout their studenthood <laughs> despite that they are not able to speak english why so when the teachers teach in the class and the word, when the learners have to learn a language it's exactly the opposite through which they try to teach it so what was it if you remember miss right mm-hmm. w skills through which we learn a acquire a language If you actually see in the class what happens, if a goes to learn English, the teacher would start with writing. So on the board, the teacher would write. So it all starts from writing, or you know, a book is where there are dots. If you remember, we were in school books, <laughs> and all yeah. our listeners who come from vernacular backgrounds would be able to relate to it. It. so they are asked to write first I would ask the learners to to reading 
so after that you know in the book the learners would be asked to say okay so a a so and then the learner or a for apple and a for ant a for airplane after that r and then the teacher would ask an a for and the learner would speak unfortunately something most important skill of acquiring or learning a learning and nobody ever nobody ever, when is training somebody on language tells the student that listening is so important so listening never takes place so this is a huge difference and becomes the obstacle this becomes the obstacle for anybody background if you are trying to learn a language the process is w r s l are you able to get my point yeah right we uh, speak and then listen listening is like at the end right whereas in acquiring a language the most important concept what's the most important skill listening it is listening the most important is listening absolutely absolutely that's where you know they start struggling and that obstacle in oreo right possible when we talk about rebuttling right so let me know that in order to learn any language naturally we need to follow lsrw mm-hmm. so that's how it becomes possible simple now if yeah. you want me to give exact to do that so of course coming to obstacle is setting up context and everything would only people or the listeners to understand the whole thing but rebuttling of course now that you know it is not w r s l it should be s r w yeah comes easy and i'd also like to give a very concrete data here why w is important in research is also out of 100% of division when we divide four skills into categories it's 65% that is given to listening if you want to learn a language and now that we know that lsrw skills are so important get into any training institute we can do it <laughs> i know you would be thinking you know it's not you know somebody who's very commercial and who's into commercialization no, um, i believe I believe definitely you can do that, but uh, you need mm-hmm. a coach, a teacher, mm-hmm. a trainer, a mentor, and a guide mm-hmm. who can give you the right feedback whether you are going on Absolutely. the right path or not. What so what I'm believe. trying to say here is, I totally agree with you on that. What I'm trying to, I'm just trying to make aware of this that if you are, if you become mindful about, mm-hmm. it's always important to have guru. give you the right direction but this is an awareness becomes important for people for our listeners to understand that 60% is given to listening so hmm. even if we are into speaking or reading but we are not listen to the target language we can't learn the language because even percent is what is given to listening listening it's 20 to speaking mm-hmm. uh and then it's about 10% uh i think kind of i'd like to reading? rectify reading yeah Can no i'm i'm so sorry i'd like to rectify 5% sure. it's not 65% 45% is to uh listening, listening. okay out of 100% 30 mm-hmm. 
to speaking 30% read 3% merely 9% and i'm talking about srw skills in terms of learning okay so if we are if we are giving important speaking reading writing 45% utilizing and of course we can't learn the language and since 45% is given to listen 30% to is to speaking it many a times even if we are able to speak and speak a language it's we might not get into writing and reading the language we can even do without it right exactly even so, even I, when i am planning my trainings and all Yeah, I always create this path of LSRW. I make them listen to the sounds. And uh, if you talk about the obstacle in audio, uh, one of the things which I've seen with regard to the Indian students is that, like, I think we had a conversation about that. I've even mentioned that in one of my episodes. Mm-hmm. We become more like mm-hmm. a sound sponge, and the sounds Absolutely. that are there around us, of our parents, mm-hmm. of our friends. Of our colleagues, of our peers, of the ecosystem around us, the environment around us, the people around us, the family where we go to, the the friends we hang out with, the schools we visit, the colleges we visit, the kind of movies that we see, or kind of TV series that we see, or whatever sounds that we want to, which are there around us, if they are somewhat uh, in a difference. to the mm-hmm. actual language that you want to acquire the second language that you want to acquire because we always transition mm-hmm. from a mother mother language to the to um, the second language to the other language to the Absolutely. second language the, the language right. that you want to acquire then right. it becomes a part of your muscle memory so much that you have to exactly. unlearn them you have to unlearn them why Absolutely. because your jaw your tongue your lips your mouth they have got adjusted to those sounds so that is one one obstacle that that i face there is one obstacle mm-hmm. that i face that students become sound sponge and i think uh, even when you were mentioning about the fact that we should start with listening they by mm-hmm. default start with listening only because they acquire these mm-hmm. sounds through listening only and now right, they right, now right. the only thing that they have to understand or the awareness that they have is they need to mm-hmm. unlearn these sounds Hmm. to learn new sounds absolutely and to develop their jaw memory their tongue memory their muscle memory their their teeth memory their mouth memory per se with regard to the new hmm. sounds of the language that they want to acquire so i always start with this step this is the first step form correct beautifully said absolutely yes that's how we do it in sounds in language mm-hmm. it's a little different it's a little mm-hmm. different because and that too you know like i said that's how they we acquire now since you said that in training what are the kind of uh, problems that my learners face when they come to get trained by me yes. so that's yeah. the process of learning language right this is what we actually this is these are the kind of hurdles that they actually go through so hackers would be not becoming aware that it is not w lsrw and that too keeping that how important listening is 45% speaking 30 reading 16% and writing is 9% how can they rebuttal how can they make it possible they can make it possible because uh, also realizing that if they want to speak a language 
or they want to learn a language uh, in lsrw what happens is there are two active skills and two are productive skills mm-hmm. out of lsrw listening and re- productive skills uh, these are receptive mm-hmm. it's only when we receive can't matter like you said they become sound sponge how do they become spo- sound sponge because by listening to someone or when we listen to something we are re- on the receiving end so it's only when we receive thing reading we are able to produce by speaking and writing so listening and reading they are receptive skills and speaking and receptive skills so the moment we become aware of it we can make it possible okay which is rebuttling in oreo and then examples so i've given you uh, these examples and that's how people have worked on it that's how i learned i learned it as the other language i not trained by anybody i absolutely learned it with the technique of rw and i can speak good english good oriya by even english when you say i mm-hmm. um in my high school i was in hindi medium school i was put into hindi medium school so my life went upside down when science became vigyan okay mm-hmm. so uh, everything Bhubol. was <laughs> yeah bhugol geography became bhugol maths became ganit <laughs> absolutely you know so actually that became new term corn and um uh, mm-hmm. so i i'm telling this absolute basis of my experience and my learner's experience but if i in the language english or odia or bengali these are the other languages that i can speak with the output so if that answers it so these were the obstacles and uh, this is how you can make it possible by rebuttling and then these were the examples and i think that's very beautiful the way the way you have uh, talked about your own journey and your students journey by using the concept of audio it gives a lot of clarity to the listeners and they can practice so any any tips and tricks that you want to share uh, to the listeners that they can use for starting their own journey of lsrw mm-hmm. absolutely yes so i think if you the which whatever language it is so what target language now that you know that lsrw is so important get into listening and when you listen listening to the sounds first why so basically in crux if i have to start two things that you should uh, that should be your take away from the mm-hmm. lsrw skills and the importance of lsrw and number two the sub branches of linguistics so when i say mm-hmm. i talk about um okay uh then i talk about the words which is morphology then i talk about syntax then i talk so if you want to learn a language listen to that target language and when you are listening to the target language you are first and then the words the usage of words the usage of phrases and then the usage of sentences of course that since it's a receptive skill you can get king the language so in spoken language i would say are investing your time more into receptive skills 
and reading even if you read good short uh, good story books and whatever interests you whatever interests you, newspaper i would not uh, be somebody who would suggest you to read newspaper and interest mm-hmm. learning should be you know with a lot of when you're learning you can't learn so yes so remember w in order to acquire or in order to learn any target language get into listening to the voice the sounds very very carefully because any language most of the language you know in in those languages are basically meaning component if you mispronounce a sound meanings of the words like to say as long as you remember lsrw technique and you remember you know in order to speak a language it all starts from sound to word and then it get it gets into phrases and only then we are able to frame sentences you are sorted you are sorted that's all wonderful wonderful so um thank you so much dr anusha for coming in for pitching in and uh, it's there to find a linguist in india <laughs> not so many people are into linguistics and i think and it's rare Yes. Awesome, you are doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and and I hope uh, all the listeners they got some uh, beautiful, interesting points as a takeaway, and they will start their own uh, journey of understanding their voice, practicing their voice, working on their voice, and becoming more aware about certain nuances of linguistics. Because I I very strongly feel that if you have a certain awareness about linguistics. and the components or the sub parts of linguistics then definitely it helps you with your language learning is right absolutely undoubtedly absolutely so on that note i would just like to say thank you on behalf of all the listeners of taking out your precious time and giving us this time and and um, like including so many wonderful insights into the conversation thank you so much dr anusha it was a pleasure talking mm-hmm. to you pleasure thank you so much for inviting me and having such an insightful discussion it was great having a conversation with you thank you thank you so thank you so much ma'am take care take care bye bye